Hello and welcome to this here podcast. My name is Rachel Hunter and I am about to share something that is going to absolutely revolutionize the way that you see the relationships in your life from the very beginning. If you're new here, I have had a hell of a ride. My life has been like, people don't believe me when I tell them. I'll say, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. And I know that now this is part of my journey. I know that now the reason that we endure certain experiences is so that we grow from them ultimately. And I, in this moment, I celebrate me because even through all the shit, I didn't get bitter. I didn't stay angry. I chose to see things in a different light and that is a gift of mine. And I'm naming something right now that was named to me recently by a trusted advisor and I'm gonna share it now. Currently, real time, I am in a situation in my current life that I never believed I'd be in. And I'm grateful that I'm here now, even though it's difficult. When I was 16 years old, I got kicked out of my house. And leading up to that, it was a lot of, there was a lot that happened to my family and my family tree and My mother had substance abuse issues and mental health issues and my father was gone working and there was things in their marriage and then their relationship that trickled down to the children. And my mother basically stopped raising me and my younger brother after she gave birth to my younger brother and my siblings raised us. And there's been so much shit that has just happened. And when my father remarried, he, he married a woman that also had addiction issues and that affected our family. And I was so angry for so long and so bitter for so long. And then as I started doing my healing work, as I started going deeper into myself on why I feel the way that I feel, why certain things make me feel a certain type of way and finding peace within myself regardless of what's going on around me outside of me and I didn't talk to my father for I'm gonna let's let's call it 15 years 15 years I did not have a relationship we didn't communicate my siblings and I didn't have conversations we didn't talk about the stuff that happened and Sometimes we're faced with a choice that is bigger than what we can see. And a year ago, I decided to put in the effort to heal this relationship. Even though I had personally forgiven my father for the demise of our family because my father chose from my perspective my father chose his wife over his children and if you ask any of my siblings we'd say the same thing that my dad chose this woman his wife over his children and that hurts 
for so long I felt abandoned, for so long I had daddy issues, for so long this belief has affected my relationships with men, with friends, with myself. And I forgave him even though he never apologized. I forgave my father for his actions even before he ever apologized. And to this day, I haven't received a very sincere apology from him. Yet we're still mending a relationship that was once completely obliterated. And I'm naming this now because what we are doing is so freaking brave. We are choosing something that's bigger than us, that we are on this journey together that we're all individually healing. My father, his wife, myself. We are healing individually and also together. And with where I am right now, if you haven't already heard, I've recently moved from the state of South Carolina to the state of Florida and the plan that I had to have a mobile lifestyle didn't work. It didn't work. It hasn't worked out. I'm living the mobile lifestyle. However, I love being able to do laundry in the comfort of my home. I love being able to have a place that I can easily receive mail. And that did not align with having a digital lifestyle. And it left me scrambling. <laughs> and I was going back and forth, staying with family during the summer. And we had a really beautiful summer. Like, honestly, like this summer that m me and my kids got to experience together and individually, like summer was incredible. And then school started and I was like really freaking out because I didn't have anywhere to go. I had planned to set up home base in St. Augustine. That's where my storage unit is. That's where our belongings are. And I didn't have a place to call home. And that was really freaking scary for me because having been kicked out of my house, having been homeless, having slept in my car, having taken showers in the gas station and used a towel for a blanket in my car, like I've, I've been there. And a part of me was so triggered through this process of like, I can't do that again. I have kids. Like, this is not possible. How are we here? And like, it was just like really, really guilt, shame cycle of being triggered. And I've been healing some major freaking wounds. And I've been carrying a lot. And, you know, on top of having this personal situation of having a home and having a home base and having a home for myself and my children. I've also been healing the relationship with my dad. I've been healing the relationship with my stepmother. I've been healing these relationships. My kids never knew my father. They never knew their grandparents until last year. So my kids have been thrown into this situation that they too are healing and finding love and boundaries and learning somebody new. And the topic of this episode is something that's been swirling around my very being for months. And I hadn't been able to touch it. It's just been like an, an idea, a an inkling, just something that's just been like lapping at my heels saying, hey, I'm here. Hey, I'm here. And I didn't really know what it meant until recently. And finally, it's dropped in that I am creating this episode about it, so ah, I'm excited. The topic of this episode is unconditional love with boundaries. 
that you can have unconditional love, which means you are loving without condition. And I'm going to get in what that looks like in a moment. Unconditional love with boundaries. It's saying, I love you and also I honor how I feel. It's saying, I honor how you see things and also I am standing firm and what I know to be true. And it's choosing to see things from this different perspective and a healed perspective that you can change every single relationship in your life for the better, that it can be a different experience going forward, that you can move on from the pain of the past and stop pretending. You can stop pretending that this relationship sucks and that it will never get better because it simply is not true. You can choose to have a broken relationship for the rest of your life or you can pause, flip it, and choose something different. I am living proof of that. There's many things that I'm not going to reveal in this moment because it's not, it's personal to me, yet it's not my story to tell. So the things that have affected my family tree, the things that have really created the person that I am now, like it does result from my father and from my mother because of how we were raised, because of the decisions that my parents made, it affected the children. It affected me, my siblings, we've been affected. And long ago, I chose as a parent and as a mother that I was choosing to create a new narrative for my children. I chose that my generation going forward, my great-grandchildren, are going to have a completely different experience than I did. And it's a tough pill to swallow when you take on something like that. For a long time, I felt like I was carrying the weight of the world, like I was responsible for so many other people. And this has been one of my blind spots in my life. Like I find people in my life, I attract these people that I think that I can fix. That for like so long, (gasps) I was like, well, if I'm good enough, if I'm just good enough, then they'll be different. I I honestly believe this. Like, (laughs) And it, it led to the demise of so many relationships because I thought that If I saw the best in them, if I just chose to only see the best in them, that they change and I could help them to be better. And it made me feel good. It made me feel validated for being able to help somebody be better. And knowing what I know now, you can't fix people because they aren't broken. If you take a lamp and smash it on the ground, it will shatter into pieces. Yes, that will be broken. People don't break like that. People are not broken. Humans are not broken. Now, if a bone, a, a bone, if a bone, if a bone gets a fracture, still kind of intact, a little bit separated, a bone will heal. A bone will heal with rest, patience, love, understanding, compassion. The bone will heal. The body knows what to do. And it's the same thing with our relationships. Our relationships are not broken because we are not broken. Our relationships are merely something to be healed. So how do you heal a relationship that you once believed was broken and you're ready to really do the work within yourself and in your relationships and move forward with something that feels better, that you can create something so beautiful it makes you literally well up in tears and gratitude. That's called joy, by the way. (laughs) 
When you're overwhelmed with gratitude that you're emotional, that is joy in my definition. So the first thing that gets to happen is that you set a standard. You set a safe standard with yourself and with the parties involved. What is safe to talk about and what is completely off limits? What is something that's okay for conversation on the table? And what is something that will never, ever, ever be brought up again, no matter how much pain it caused or how much we've talked about it in the past? What standard can you set going forward that will completely set a new baseline for the relationship? That's the step one. Step two is, can you love somebody even if they have not given you the apology or closure that you once needed. Now, we're talking about present tense and future tense because we are not the same person that was originally hurt. We are different. We have grown. We are not the same person. So what most people do is they want to heal the relationship from a broken perspective of that wounded past version of themselves. And that's not how you heal a relationship. You choose to be the present version of yourself staying in your current power, knowledge, beliefs, and you move forward from there. So from your current version, from where you stand right now, dang, that was Southern sounding, right now, from where you stand right now, can you forgive somebody that has hurt you if you have not received the closure or apology that you once wanted and needed. Can it be enough for you going forward that you don't receive that kind of apology? Can you forgive somebody now for where they are and where you are? Can that be possible? Is that enough for you? And it might take you months or years to sift through the weight of that answer. And many triggers might come up along the way that make you second guess your vision, that might second make you second guess everything that you've known to be true. And you might want to freaking throw in the towel and burn it all down. I can't tell you how many times I've experienced, and this is even outside of relationships. I'm talking like personal life and business and just baking like whatever I'm doing like if it's not working sometimes we're so quick to just throw in the fucking towel if it's not working we think that oh it must not be for us it must not be for us so I'm just gonna burn this shit all to the ground I've when like coming up in my businesses and my entrepreneurial career like I can't tell you how many times that if something did not work out for me in my business I was like well let's start over and I just tear it all down to the ground and build something new. And over the summer I was in a mastermind and my coach said to me, she says, Rachel, <laughs> you don't have to burn it all to the ground. Every time you want to make a move, you can build from where you are now. You can tweak and calibrate to something that feels better. And I was like, Holy shit, <laughs> that's brilliant. And I've been moving with that energy since I heard that over the summer. And it has served me in a way that I can't even express to you the impact it's made in my life and the relationships in my life. Because sometimes things are for us 
and they're difficult so that we can grow from them more. Sometimes the thing actually is in our greater good. We just don't have the staying power yet to hold it. So allowing yourself the grace to be where you are and who you are now and honor that, yeah, you got hurt and it doesn't make it okay. When people hurt you, it doesn't make it okay. The pain, whatever you went through, the whatever it was, it's not okay that it happened to you. What we get to do, though, is moving forward, decide who do we get to be as a, re- as a result of this? What is the million dollar lesson that we get to extract from this experience? Who are we going to be moving forward? These are all so powerful to sit with. Sit with these questions and yes, it might hurt. In fact, it will most likely hurt a lot. And I'm sorry, it's not easy. It's simple yet not easy. Yet, what is the bigger picture? What is the bigger vision? If you are able to fully heal every relationship in your life, including the one with yourself, that you can forgive every person that has harmed you, hurt you, betrayed you, lied to you, abandoned you, abused you. If you can be that person that finds love and compassion for those people, oh my gosh, you can change the world. This brings me to the next step. And the next step is compassion. Compassion. It's compassion. That is how you heal, fully heal and move on from these wounded relationships. Compassion. Compassion for yourself for being so freaking angry for so long, for holding on to this for so long. And also compassion for the other parties involved because we all make the best decision at the time that we make it because we honestly believe it is the best decision. We're convinced that that is the correct action, the correct thing to do. And so we do it or we don't. Whatever it is that we believe in what we acted upon. So if you see it with compassion, and this is one thing that has served so many clients of mine, like (laughs) this breakthrough, I've gotten more feedback from them having this realization on healing these relationships, particularly with parents. And it's simple. If you look at a person that's hurt you or it's a difficult relationship they're difficult to deal with they're difficult to be around right you have compassion for them by looking at them as if they were a hurt child or a hurt animal that isn't able to communicate what they feel or a child that was born with a mental deficiency and If you know me, you know how compassionate I am to human beings, especially if they were born with a, an illness or a disease or some type of mental disorder. I greatly love 
I greatly love these people. However, whenever you can relate to that and also apply it to something else in your life, there's a lot of power in it. So if you imagine these difficult people as if they were, let's say, handicapped, because they only know what they know, and you only know what you know, and you don't know what you don't know. And so if at the time they didn't know any different, of course they made the best decision at the time they made it because that was the best decision that they believed at the time. Truly. And so if you look at him at this, like something, this creature that's just wounded me, a bird with a bro broken wing or a puppy with a broken leg or a child with a handicap, if you look at them with compassion for what they have to offer, that is the best that they are capable of in that moment. And that doesn't mean that it can't change. It doesn't mean that they can't be different. However, as you're going through this process of seeing them in a different light, it is allowing yourself the freedom to say, gosh, I can see them for where they are on their journey. So many people want to say, you know, I see you for what you are. I see you at your face value. And it's not seeing people for what they are, seeing them for where they are, seeing them for where they are on their journey. You don't know what they went through. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know every detail of their life. You don't know what they were born with. You don't know what their mental capacity is. You do not know because you are not them. Hurt people hurt people. And humans that have been hurt and haven't healed are going to hurt again and again and again. So if you are a hurt human operating from this capacity of angst and despair and anger and tension and resentment and bitterness, if you're operating, you're hurt yourself. And if you do not choose to heal that hurt, you will hurt somebody in turn. Chew on that one. So finding compassion helps you to love somebody unconditionally. So what does unconditional mean? What does that mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Unconditional. It means without condition. Oftentimes in relationships, we see in the ultimatum. Ooh, and this is really where that wounded masculine and wounded feminine energy comes in and the mothering comes in that... <sighs> We want to give somebody an ultimatum. For example, women will use sex as a tool. They will use the pussy power. They want to use that as something for like a reward. Well, if you do this, honey, guess what you're going to get in return? You're holding them hostage with your fucking pussy. Like, I don't even like that word. Um, with your sexual power. You're holding them hostage with your sexual power. You're mothering them and withholding something as a reward if they don't perform the way that you want them to perform. Are you treating them like a circus animal? Because it's probably the relationship that you've had. It's probably been a circus if you're treating them like a circus animal and you're withholding love, affection, and attention from them. I've done this before. I have did this for many, many years. So what is the energy that you're coming at with your condition? If it's not a sexual relationship, are you going to say, if you don't behave this way, I'm out. Or if you don't agree with me, if our beliefs are different, we can't have a relationship. 
How do you have a relationship when your beliefs are different? How can you have unconditional love with boundaries with somebody that has completely different views than you? You set the standard. You come at it from the perspective of being the healed version that you are now. You have compassion. And you practice it. It's a dance. Every dance moves requires a practiced step. Unless you're like me and you just love moving your body to the music. (laughs) You practice it. How do you learn how to walk? You practice. If the one-year-old baby steps up for the first time and they take two steps and they fall and they start to cry, do you pick them off the ground and you put them on the shelf? No walking for you, little one. You're not good at this. No, you say, it's okay, darling. Do it again. I'll hold your hand this time. You practice, you practice, you practice, you practice. This is why I have the relationships that I have in my life right now. This is why I'm healing generational trauma. This is why I am quantum healing ancestral lines. And yeah, it can feel heavy. It can be heavy all day if you allow it, or you can learn how to navigate and shift your energy. If you want to learn how to elevate your energy, I've got a masterclass on that. I'll put a link in here. You can get in it today. So when you're doing the work, what tools do you have to support you and your staying power and your emotional intelligence and your resiliency? Are you going to burn your ship to the ground every single time it doesn't work out? Are you going to wash your hands and start over every time it feels messy? Gardening is messy. You're getting your hands in the dirt. There's really nothing sexy about gardening. You Yeah, you can get one of those little rolling benches so your butt's not in the ground. Yeah, you can get you some gloves so you're not getting dirt under your fingernails every time. Yeah, you can get the trowel to help you dig so you're not doing it with your bare hands. These are tools and we get to use the same tools, similar tools to support us on our journey. So what tools do you have available to you? They're endless. They're countless. Journaling. If you don't know how to do that, I've got a masterclass on it. I'll put a link in the in this description here. Journaling is one of the biggest tools that you can use to build a relationship with yourself and transmute negative energies. Learning how to shift your energy. There's so many tools in shifting your energy. Learning how to practice the staying power. One of my mentors, she really has like opened my eyes to staying power. That You can use your resiliency of your personal power and your circumstantial power to move mountains, to hold the belief, to be at peace, even when there's a shitstorm around you. This is why I choose to invest in myself so heavily. I I, I honestly believe, I think that it's been a hundred K that I've invested into myself over the last decade. I have invested so much time, energy, money. Like I have chosen to do this because I was the type of person, like I was so mean and bitter and cynical. And like, if you held a picture of who I used to be to who I am right now today, you would not 
know me. You wouldn't be able to pick me out of a lineup. Not only physical does my appearance look different, I carry myself differently. I believe in myself differently. And also, I am more empowered in a different way because I have learned to figure out the relationship that I have with myself and that has in turn improved every relationship in my life, including with my children. Life gets to be easy. Life gets to be fun. We get to change. We get to make moves. We get to do things differently. I hope that this episode has helped you to see things in a new light and a new perspective. I hope it is my sincere belief and prayer that you can choose not to be the bigger person because that's a hierarchical power and we're not about that. We have equal power here because we're all oneness. I want you to choose to just be different. Choose a different emotion. Choose, reach for something that feels better than what you feel like now if you're holding on to the pain of the past and whatever way that looks like for you. I'm grateful to be able to show up and share this message here. It might have been painful for you. You might have had some triggers. If you need support doing this work, you can send me a message on WhatsApp. I will point you in the direction that I feel will support you the most on your journey of where you are right now.